Researching knowledge. Oh, I'd love to know more. Oh, we've begun, it looks like. I've already started this son of a bitch. Ladies and gentlemen, you're back again for another week of We Don't Know. Let's just call it the Holy Schlogcast. The Holy Schlogcast. Welcome. Welcome to the Holy Schlogcast. I'm gonna take this uh moment while Schlegel's drinking to get a word in edgewise. Hold that thought for just a second, Holyuck. I got some things to say about politics. No, what do you go, Dad? Oh, I was just gonna mention that I'm eating a Sasquatch. Big Bigger Squatch Jack Links. Is that a yard of meat? It's a half yard? What would you call a half yard? I don't know. I never get close to something like that, so I have no idea. This is turning into the uh, Mike Lee and Black Snack Cast. Oh, see, I don't know my casts. I don't know which ones we're... Uh, we're ripping. We're... We rhyme in a rip. We rip and we rhyme. And that is one of them. One of the amazing podcasts about snacks. But you're liking that meat, meat or is it no good? No, it's not a like situation. This is a subsistence. <laughs> Were you out of all the snack foods that you could have gotten, you chose that? Yeah, because it's like just protein and some nitrites and nitrates. What is it? Is I get it? those mixed up. One is like just pure cancer. Really? What, what? I think it'd be a bad move on the meat company just to sell us the nitrites. Like from Kingpin? Who knows? Who's done more research about this than the good folks at the tobacco industry? <laughs> if, you're smoke, if you're dead, you can't smoke. <laughs> nitrites. Nitrates is what you want to avoid. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I want. I don't know if I like this half turn. If I move it over here more, I could just stare at you. I don't know if I like this chair. It's a bad chair. Ugh. It is a bad chair. It's not a good chair. Now my headphone. I only got so much distance. I got so much range. Well, I'm sure like the that. good people at home are just enjoying this. Well, you couldn't get more of a. It's like the, the curtain behind visceral, the curtain. Visceral, yeah, visceral sensation of behind the curtain podcast recording. We should just not do anything but this. It's just the setup, and then we forget to record the actual topic every week. Yeah, it's just this, and then ooh, okay, we we finally uh, hit, hit our hit, hit our, our format. This is what people want to know what we're walking, a, distance, running. You're doing a finger motion. You're doing the running finger motion. What does that mean? Hit your sprint, stride, stride. Hit our stride. White stride. Speaking of stride, stride and gum. I just want to get racist early so that oh you can't cut it out. Well, this is going well already. Took a second episode. All I did was a pun on the word white stride. Is that too much for you? Well, I don't mean to do a denial twist here, but uh, it's time to move on to our real topic here. Ladies and gentlemen, behind the curtain is over. I think it's time to give the brass tacks. If you didn't know or listen to last week's podcast, we are in the world of informing you of things. <laughs> God, our whole conversation last week was about how the noise, chewing no, noise is the worst. This is, a, this is an intentional. This is it an intentional callback? Tonight's theme is garbage dumps, <laughs> and I'm eating what amounts to a molded piece of garbage. That's true. And in fact, it, it works perfectly because there's a large wrapper involved in your meat chew, and that has to go somewhere, ladies and gentlemen. It doesn't just go into the trash can and end up there, or as in some of my instances, weeks upon end laying in the trash can. No, that trash gets put into a dumpster, a receptacle of some sort, and a nice gentleman or lady picks it up at what is a garbage tech, and they take it where? To the garbage dump. But uh, guess what? What? You're acting like just the wrapper goes to the garbage dumps. Ooh. But uh, an ancient 
garbage dump they found Meet had him? bags of shit. What? Bags of human shit. So I'm not the only one who bags their shit and puts it in the receptacle? <laughs> it, well, it's been about 2,000 years since the last person took out that tradition. <laughs> yeah. Retro's in, baby. I'm telling you, I got bags of shit you can't even believe back here. I'm such a hipster, I shit in bags. Listen, I don't shit into water. I shit into bags. Smith's bags. My beard is artisanally grown <laughs> with... Organic argan oil. They say it's better to have the wafting scent of feces in your apartment for a better beard. That's why it comes out so smooth and smelling of fecal. Look, the only reason you got... Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Master radio t- conversationalist. What's the thing people are allergic to these days? Bees. No. Scorpions. Wheat. Wheat jerk. Oh, we got a glutes? Glute. I was going to make this glorious joke about well, like... You still have opportunity. The here, only bud. reason people are gluten intolerant is because they don't have the smell of human feces <laughs> wafting through their apartment. But oh, instead, I had a mini stroke. Don't, you can't eat pizza. That's dumb as fuck. What you do is eat the pizza, make a dump out of it, you smell it, and you got your gluten free. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's how we're going to make our millionaire. That's how we're starting this whole thing. Ladies and gentlemen, we are broadcasting, as always, from... The Holy Schlake Studios at the corner of 13 South, 900 East, Salt Lake City, Utah, across from the beautiful Shell gas station. Shloo, shloo, shloo-dee-o. Shloo-dee-o. And that is where it fuels. We have our coolers. That is our drink of choice for Mr. Holyoke. I'm working on the classic Ryan Schlegel, which is the water, lemon, and lime with a little bit of whiskey and a lot of water. I like to sip, my friend. I'm trying to watch them cows. Why do you think I have so many bags of shit in this place? Because I eat too much. So I got to not drink all the beer all the time. At least I know where to come for my fecal flora transplant. Well, it's going to be right here in the Holy Schlake Studios, where it's not only a music and podcast studio, but it's also a, fe- a fecal studio. And we provide that for you at a small charge, so come on by. We got bags of shit for you. So, speaking of bags of shit, you mentioned it earlier, our topic today is garbage dumps, because we feel internally that we are walking garbage dumps, so we thought pay homage to the original source of... It's fine. Classic flub, ladies and gentlemen. He's got paper. He's prepared today. It's He's a got, drafty apartment. You say that August came by and knocked your papers down? <laughs> Augusta. Augusta. It's not just a capital in Maine. Is that what <laughs> it's, it is? It's a, it's a state of the Holy Schlake Studios. Augusta wins. Yeah, Augusta, Maine. God. You are. I couldn't a, remember gluten. But Augusta, Maine came popping right in. It's probably from the und. <laughs> The undamaged portion of my brain. (laughs) The only thing it retained was Augusta, Maine. Mm -hmm. Everything else has to be on a piece of paper that you will read to us. And I think we should get into the topic. And we've done some research on this. It is, of course, garbage dumps. And where to start? You started with the Mideast history. Where are we at? What's the matter? Yeah, so uh, I remembered that recently a ancient uh, garbage dump was unearthed. And it provided all sorts of interesting facts. Yeah, because I, I was reading on the wiki page, which is about um, as far as I've gotten. But it's a wonderful way to tell what people were eating, doing, tossing. Not unlike forensic people checking it out today. You can learn a lot from them heaps. And I heard that there was a, the word for it was meeting, I believe is what. Did you see that? I did not. It's a Scandinavian word or old English word, I believe. It's a midden, meeden. But that's what they used to call it. Mostly full of bones, by the way, is what a lot of these old ones have. But I like the idea that there's bags of shit. You say you have an example of one of these. Wait, that reminds me. What? When I was in Zion National Park, oh, plug. the trash bins have the word for trash in every uh, language. What a service by the Parks Department. Thank you. And Italian trash is spazzatura. Spazzatura. And uh, this is just a joke for all you people in the arts industry, but 
a popular ticketing software for the fine arts is Testera. And I happened to work on that software in a very frenzied manner. So I said, I'm a spazatura when I'm really working on that ticketing system. Well, that joke landed for about all the people who work with you, and uh, that's about as far as it went. Well, for the number of people that are ever going to hear this, <laughs> which is zero. No, yeah, in in as much as that it's the two of us. It's going to be required. You have to. You can't work with you unless you listen to this podcast. I'm into that. I think it's a fair statement. But that was a good beat of knowledge. And speaking of knowledge, you got that piece of paper. What's it talking about there? It's talking about a trash heap they found in uh, Herculaneum. Um, like the Disney movie? Is that like a material? Is that like an atom, or is that an element of Hercules? What is that? Hercule? What is it? Herculeum? Why don't you go uh, take a walk around the block while I? We'll be right back, everybody. Have a good time. Herculaneum was the sister city to Pompeii that got buried when Mount Vesuvius blew its load, and uh, this trash heap was from Herculaneum, a Roman city, and dates back to eight AD seventy nine. It was a treasure trove of trash, including sacks of human fecal matter. Is it dried up? Is that dried up feek? What are we looking at? This is how the article starts. This was from Nat Geo. Hot bed of knowledge. And it starts out with what we're all chomping at the bit to find out. Quote, admittedly, at 2,000 years old, the feces, quote, isn't remotely unpleasant, end quote. Hey, that's a little bit of extra journalism jazz on top of there. People are wondering, is that bag of shit going to smell 2,000 years later? The verdict's in. Negatore. They say, quote, there's absolutely no scent. It's exactly like earth compost. I like the reporter who was like, question, champ, champ, question, question. Is that uh, is a bag of shit? Smell bad? Is that smelling bad? It's like, well, we have all this uh, evidence of really interesting stuff. Like, nah, nah, nah. it's a bag of shit smell. That's what I want to know. And put it right there in the article. Do your best Norm MacDonald and say that again. My hey, best... uh. I don't know if I have a good Norm MacDonald. Yeah. Hey, uh, what's, it, what's it smell like? Well, you're telling me it smells like shit here. I don't know. I'm trying to do what Norm does that one voice. I'm telling you, it's a son of a. I can't. I gotta have to brush up on my Norm. Maybe you were we'll too do, good at your Trump, so I had to like uh, go back to my improv. My uh, <laughs> improv. to put you on the spot and make Listen, you sound like an idiot. My name's Donald. My name's Norm McDonald, and this is a real bag of shit. And I'm telling you, it's garbage, and I'm not having it. All right, that's the truth. You should do that as a comedian. Say like, I'm a, a comedian that does impressions. I start out with Norm McDonald, or I start with. Trump. Donald Trump, and, and then, then every, every single time. one of them. I'm no, here's my Norm McDonald. <laughs> Listen, I hate this piece of garbage. He's out. I'm telling you, he's lying. He's lying Norm, you know what I'm saying? But you could do, because you know the actual quotes, you might just not be as good at doing it. So you could do like, this one's uh, for the birds. Oh, yeah. I get the best jokes. Ladies and gentlemen, this one is for the birds, all right? I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm roasting my good friend, Gilbert Godfrey. He's a great guy. I'm telling you, he is wonderful. Real champ of the business. You won't believe it. This is the real deal. He's made for the birds. <laughs> uh, just to make sure we're factually accurate, I believe it was the Bob Saget roast. Oh, it was about... You're right. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Gilbert Gottfried had a... He did the 9-11 he joke. He did the 9-11 joke. Speaking of which, this is totally off topic. Never forget. Oh, actually, it's not entirely, because 9-11... It was only a couple days... Yeah, only a couple days ago. It's 2001. Our sorry, this. tragedy to affect this nation happened only a couple days ago. Oh, uh, 9-11 does play into my trash heap story, but this is not part of that. We were talking about, at work today, 
at this big event we're doing. While you're working and, on Tessitura. And someone says, let's uh, plant a time capsule. That's adorable. It's a fun little uh, middle school project. And I think to myself, what a I've wonderful only world. ever heard about time capsules doing poorly. Like, people opened them up and either the things inside are ruined uh-huh. or just super insignificant. Really? You haven't heard these? I haven't. Uh, we got to do one on time capsules now. Now I'm interested okay. about this. Next week, time next capsules. Week. I thought we've already got 12 for next week, but okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> we've already got 50. Norm MacDonald. I uh, said, forget burying a time capsule. Let's unearth a fake time capsule. <laughs> And the very first thing we'll pull out will say, beware 9-11. <laughs> we'll turn this innocuous event <laughs> about the anniversary of my job into the fact that someone knew that 9-11 was going to happen. And instead of warning the world at large, they put it into a time capsule. And they were like, you have to listen. We have a prophecy. We believe that there'll be a website that will explain it all in the future. It's Infowars.com <laughs> with Alex Jones. Listen to him. He's the true prophet. It was an inside job, all right? And then I thought about, there's mm-hmm. got to be dozens, if not baker's dozens, of Ooh. time capsules around the world in really small municipal areas uh-huh. that we could go, unearth, hide crazy prophecies yes. that have since come true, and then rebury them. I think a night in jail is totally worth, like trying to break it. I saw a time capsule. It was in Evanston, Wyoming. What law would ago. you be breaking? No, I'm just saying like, you're probably busting into private property, but like, let's say in the middle of the night, you crack open some fucking tools, open up one of those time capsules, but let's say you get caught and they're like, what were you doing? It's like, I was making a goof on time capsule. <laughs> <laughs> and they'd be like, oh, fair okay. enough. Well, as, as you were, as you were, gentlemen, good in. Here's a bag of feces to put in there for you. <laughs> Uh, but no, they would. I I think that that's a great idea. There was a, a time capsule in Evanston, Wyoming, but it, it was like 2008, and I was like, "What's going to be in there? Like a LCD sound system, uh, a CD, and like the fr- an actual Netflix DVD Ooh. in the return case?" Or the first iPhone came out in 2007. You know what's sad? I just realized in like 50 years, if you sh- you know remember those paper the mail back Netflix things, yeah. people are just going to be like. That's the most outdated thing I've ever seen in my life. You would actually get something in the mail from Netflix? We're old. We're super old. <sighs> Speaking of old, you got a story Let's talk about, about some old shit. Let's so where was I? So these people in Herculaneum, not only did they bury their shit, but uh, God we, bless them. we looked through their shit and found out what they ate. And this is what your average Roman citizen... What, sorry, what was the year again on this one? 79 AD. I believe the... Preferred nomenclature is CE, Common Era. JC would have been like a begrudging old man at that point. If he even existed. <laughs> let's just not Info touch, wars. Let's not touch that. The one. son of God. <laughs> Ain't no son of mine. Let me tell you. Let me tell you, I'm Jesus Christ, and I love this bag of shit. It's one of my best. It's one of my best bag of shits right over here. I personally shit out. Uh, I'm going to build a, a wall diet. full of shit so large, and I'm going to make those fucking... Jews. Jews. <laughs> the Jews were a legitimate threat back then. Hey, watch Totally out. acceptable hey. to talk about. Just like their biting humor is a legitimate threat on the stand-up stage. Exactly. It is still, there's problems. Anyway, so these fucking Romans, when they weren't fighting off their existential threats from beyond, Thank you. were eating chicken. They're just like us. Hey. Mutton. Come on. Just like that's poor. Just, yeah. Fish, figs, fennel, olives, sea urchin, 
and mollusk. I don't know why they just said mollusk. Like that's not a that's not specific. Yeah, they just they were just hedging their bets on that one. That was someone who was like, put in mollusks. Like, eh, all right. But here's the thing: olives. That sounds wonderful. Some sea urchin, sure. I like all of those things. You know what you don't find in there is meat wads that you ate tonight. You will not find that in the diet because this is so corrosive. It just starts melting the earth itself and travels directly. To, the they, molten they core of the planet's actually made up of meat wads. And beneath the chasm of waste, we found all these uh, tunnels, chasms, if you will, digging straight to the core of the earth. And lined, they were lined with the wrapper that said, Squatch, Jack Links, <laughs> Nitrites, daily recommended allowance, 600%. First of all, and they also took the Bigfoot. I grew up on the... Speaking of the Jack Links commercial with the Bigfoots, like I grew up on Big the, feet. I grew up on the, I grew up on my Harry and the Hendersons Bigfoot, a friendly guy. I want to be mm. buddies with this one and this Jack Links one. I'm kind of terrified every time I see that. Do you remember when, when Lithgow had to throw the rocks at Harry? Oh, that's the one of the most touch. Go! Don't you see you're not wanted here? <laughs> and then Is that the Chocolate singing. That's a good movie because it reminds you that you do not trust the Quebecois. You never trust a Quebecois. It's, it's remember, it's uh, Le Fleur is the guy who's trying to find him. Oh, See, guy, I wasn't as clued into the French Canadian culture as you. You know, to be fair, he might have just been a straight up Frenchman, but but when they're playing him? off of the stereotype of like French Canadian trappers, like yeah, who uh, played him? It was the guy who was the uh, the remember the PBS uh, detective show, short guy with the mustache, Perrois. Poirot. Poirot? Poirot? Yeah. Ross Poirot. Ross Poirot. <laughs> Can I finish? Hey, listen, I'm going to get that book foot. I'm going to trap him up. I'm going to stay him up as high. I'm telling you right now. Can I finish? Can I finish my story on this one? Am I just doing Dana Carvey impressions? Can I trap him? Can I trap him? Can I trap him? Can I trap him? I'm all right. Americans are suffering from the lowest deficit in centuries, and you don't want me to trap this Bigfoot. His feet alone. Remember how he... Totally robbed George H.W. Bush of the presidency. Is that the truth? Is that what it was? One of those oh, splits? Yeah. If if it wasn't... What Nader of- did to Al Gore later on. Exactly. I actually heard a really good defense from Ralph Nader about oh, yeah. why he didn't... If Al Gore had run a decent campaign... Uh, you wouldn't have been talking to me, I'm telling you. Put on your seatbelt and go fuck yourself. <laughs> that was what he said. And I was like, God, the guy's got a point. I'm not even wearing my seatbelt. You know what Nadir is in Arabic? Please tell me. It's the opposite of Zenith. Zenith is the highest, Nadir the lowest. And speaking of, so you're saying it's Air, it was Arabic? Yeah. And where was Ralph Nader on 9-11, by the way? And if it wasn't Zenith, up high, down low, bringing it down low. He had a super magnet and underneath uh, Hanksville, Shanksville, Pennsylvania, nice. he pulled down that. Listen, people, I'm through the looking glass on this one. This is Alex Jones, <laughs> Infowars.com. I'm telling you, where was Ralph Nader on 9-11? I am sick of living to these people not knowing the truth about 9-11. Ralph Nader's right there behind it. Yeah. Super it's magnets. All there. Unsafe at any speed. Speaking of unsafe at any speed is running into a garbage dump and garbage dumps. <laughs> oh yeah, why don't you why don't you drop your knowledge on gar- garbage dumps for us? Well, for me, my uh, uh, garbage dumps are a thing that exists. It's the best way for us. But 
the, 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 the nature issues of it all is what I was really interested in. The fact that you don't really put these things. They seep the gases into the aquifers underneath. It's a real problem. We got lots of trash in this country. I don't got any numbers in front of me. But the one thing that I like talking about when it comes to garbage dumps is the fact that you can then mine uh, or, or take out the, what is it, the gases out of it? Because the methane builds up in there. I mean, if that's if they're building up in there, my turlet has got to have 300 pounds of methane ready to go. Can you even begin to imagine pounds of a gas? Like, I can't, personally. Can I hold it? I mean, I guess you can, because you live with it every day. What's the thinnest thing that could hold? My belly is a methane. The state of Utah has claimed me as a natural resource, because my guts <laughs> are nothing but methane. No, the, the only the only thing I wanted to talk about. Well, I was looking up garbage dumps, but then I was thinking about here locally in the state of Utah, we have a different kind of garbage dump, which is the might know as the energy solutions or the uranium dumps. Mm. And I was reading an article about how we're willing to take two hundred fifty thousand pounds of nuclear waste. Nuclear. 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 I can't say it. I'm from Utah. That just explained it right there. But the, we've got this thing in Utah, very uh, amazing, because we have nothing but desert for most of the state. And there's this fine company called Energy Solutions that found this valley. It's called the Tooele Valley, where they're like... Well, it's already full of tailings from e- mines. Exactly. So they were like, not? They were like, hey, we got this thing where no one is. Like, You can just put radioactive stuff. And I've driven out there. Did I tell you that? It's weird. It's, you can drive right up to it. It's weird. Well, you know, and this comes up all the time, that mm-hmm. your average coal-burning power plant puts off more radiation than uh, a nuclear plant. Really? Yeah. In it's, the sense that, like, the, the steam and uh, the, the shit well, the burning, burning out, the coal. burning it out. Because I, I always forget that, like, burning stuff is, like... Because all radiation is, is electromagnetic yeah. radiation, and it's just a type of energy release... We've gotten way off base. What? No, I think we're doing good. I think uh, people have a bigger understanding of garbage dumps on a whole new scale at this point. I've actually, I I work for the city, little full disclosure, I work for the city. I work for the county. And uh, the, there, I work closely with sanitation in what I... Uh, refuse. Refuse in what I do. And I've been offered, so I asked and was offered a tour of the dump and I kind of really want to do it. Why didn't we do this? Oh my Why are God. we doing this podcast right now when we... We could just go out dump. to the dump. Because I'll tell you, I wanted to do two things. One, read about the ancient dumps, but then also I know the Staten Island. You know, yes, I'm a big. I was thinking about that, and all I could think about was Wu Tang Clan. And the oh, really? Oh, I thought they were South Island. Bronx. No, Staten Island. Oh, South Bronx. What? Someone's from South Bronx. Maybe one. I mean, there's a lot of guys in the Wu Tang. That's true. But uh, most of them, I believe, I believe the Rizza, the Jizza, are from. Staten Island. Oh, that makes sense. And Staten I, if you don't know, is one of the five boroughs of the New York City greater area, which is cool because they have a city based on boroughs, which I'm a big fan of. And it's an island, and it was originally goddamn dump. That's where they're taking all that trash and that well, shit. It wasn't originally a dump. It was never an island. It was just trash. <laughs> it was marshlands. That's ah. what I learned today. So the Fresh Kills landfill was a landfill covering 2,200 freaking acres damn. in the New York City borough of Staten Island. Um, the name came from the landfill's location along the banks of the Fresh Kills Estuary in western Staten Island. What the fuck is an estuary? Something about a river? Uh, the landfill was only opened in 1947. and was what? only designed to last about 20 years. They said, this is their plan. They were like, because the whole idea of a landfill was pretty new. It was like 20, 30 years old. Our modern day landfill. Yeah. 
like obviously we just talked about 2000 years old you just dump all your shit but this was this idea was all your non uh, burnable waste goes in a landfill and you lay the landfill and then you lay ash over it Whoa. the ash of the burnable trash combustible combustible sure yeah. and then you just do layers and layers and layers divided by the ashy remnants of the burnable waste and then afterwards that's uh-huh. land so Whoa. Staten Island had these marshlands and they were like okay 1947 let's take all our trash that we can't burn okay i don't know like what they decided they couldn't couldn't burn yeah well, would that be a lot of uh jeez oh, i don't know undesirables undesirables i'm also trying to th- i don't know my pop reference a lot of Andrew Sisters records that are no longer oh, in use. You know what I'm saying? Damn. Yeah. I don't know my pop. My, yeah. A lot of. Uh, we should do an episode on pop culture references from the 40s. Yeah. From the late 40s. The late 40s. But anyway, so they're like, 1947, we're going to make this landfill and it's going to be great. And then we're going to, because it was just a low lying marshland. You just filled it in. You we're going to sell some good land. Yeah. There. We're going to give 15 feet of waste, which is so insane to be like feet of waste you know what we need some land what makes land garbage garbage but then they started putting so much waste in there and it was so convenient they're like let's just keep going so every year that it was supposed to be over they just kept saying well let's Let's just keep keep going what what are we we're just making more and more land here exactly and then it became at one point according to the you know uh perfect source that can be the infallible source of wikipedia wikipedia the Fresh Kills landfill was the largest man-made object on Earth. At what? Twenty-two hundred acres. Bigger than that corn palace out in Nebraska is what you're saying? Yeah. Whoa. Because you got to think depth. That is the un. So they finally, in two thousand and eight, closed it for good. What? Before that, they actually closed it. In 2000, but then when 9-11 happened, Ugly. they ended up taking a third of the what? rubble to Fresh Kills Landfill, which is like seems a little uh, too on the nose. on the nose on that one. Fresh Kills. And they sifted through it. They, found they like, took it to Inside Job Landfill. <laughs> <laughs> took it to InfoWars.com <laughs> <laughs> Landfill, which is just... And they found tons of body parts. Uh, no, not. Well, maybe, perhaps, literally maybe tons. Maybe it could have been tons. And uh, they identified you know, a handful of people. Oh, this, oh all these my words. God. All oh these my words God. are just... <laughs> I just Can thought you imagine like, doing a, a keynote speech at a 9-11 conference <laughs> and trying to dance around these issues? I was... At speaking of conferences, I was at this con- conference for uh-huh. the ticketing software. Also, next week's podcast will be about conferences. Okay, and this lady said, "This technology is going to drive a truck through the world." And I was like, "Didn't someone just literally drive a truck through France and killed a bunch what? of people?" What? And I was telling that to the people around me, like, "I thought that was a little inappropriate." And they're like, "No, that's a that's a phrase. That's a that's a thing people say. Driving a truck through." Yeah, that's a weird. I mean. <laughs> And it's like one of those things where you have to throw out old, old phrases once they become like, like you know, if someone really, ever, this if, is really going to gas the undesirable. Yeah, exactly. Like uh, this lady went around a mountain and destroyed a building and it's like, I can only, I can only say she'll be coming around the mountain. You know, it's like, it's one of these things where it's, you don't want to, she'll be using the box cutter and she <laughs> comes. comes. Here's the cubs. She'll That's be. also, this is 
public domain music, so we have we don't have to worry about it. Oh yeah, that's fine. That is that copyright's been long gone, so we can make these jokes all day long. And I know the people want to hear them all day long. What about you? Have lots of pieces of paper there. I'm kind of relying on your sweet pieces of paper. I feel like I hit all my major points. Really? Ancient landfill bags of shit. Uh, fresh kills. Nine eleven. Yeah, and maybe we can revisit this one. Oh, what? I will tell you this. Yeah. The in the entirety of the Staten Island Fresh Kills landfill article, no mention of the fact that things are going to be built. Okay, so the original plan was to build like housing and commercial and all sorts of shit. Okay, that was in the forties, and now they're like finally many years later saying we're going to stop putting garbage there. We're going to do parks and stuff. Sounds wonderful. But at no point in the article does it say. There's a shitload of trash beneath, beneath us. us. Should we worry about, about that? I know. Well, that's the thing. It's like you got the what? You got to worry about the methane. You got to worry about all the other kind of ecological disasters that are underneath. Because I know. I don't know about you. Mm. I know you're not supposed to throw away batteries, but I you're throw chucking. away. I throw you away are a like a, a Philly batteries. sports fan. You're just whipping batteries at the trash can left and right. I'll see a good deal on batteries at the store. Take them home. Throw them right away. Throw them right in the trash. Let them burn, baby. Let them burn. I'm telling you. Well, think about this stuff. I like. I try to think about what I throw away, and try to be mindful about it. But I also live in an apartment where. That's the other thing. There is like a, apartments are getting a deal where like they're paid not to recycle. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. there's I, every apartment I've been in apartments for the last almost on and off for about ten years now, and you have to work hard to recycle, and not to mention like. What are the other weird things people are doing? Like oil? Are people just hucking oil oh, yeah. in there? That's not good. <laughs> Needles? I hope that got picked up on the mic. Oh, yeah. You're mashing your nose. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Listen, I got lots of hair. All We'll do a podcast on hair because I got nothing but hair around my nose, my, my lips. I mean, I could shave these things, but I got this electric shaver to do the nose thing. And it was like the most tickle. It was like 20 times the tickle I've ever experienced. And I've been avoiding it ever since. And now I'm just mashing my face up. You have to just endure it. The nose shaving. You, <sighs> you always have to breathe out through your nose so you're not inhaling these nice, like you know, microscopic chunkles. Yeah. And you just let it rip. Should we do that now? You have to test your limits as a human being. I jumped out of an airplane, Schlegel. You did jump out. And that is the you... most astonishing thing I've ever heard. I'm going to do... Hold on. Let's... Okay, he's going to get the... We're now 10 minutes past my target time length. So if you're already asleep, good on you. You should... What? I got this nice thing. I know. You told me about it, and I went and bought it, too. It's at Costco. It's a hell of a deal. I love this thing. I mean, I was kind of disappointed in its quality. Oh, you like it? I love it. Here we go. But but start out far away, because it might be super loud. All right, so it... That's okay. That's fine. So I have to. Schlegel's actually just using a dildo of his anus. Oh, it's so tickly. Oh. Breathe out. Blast out. You have to remember to breathe in through your mouth and then blast out your nose. Okay. Breathe in. Oh, (laughs) it makes me itch just looking at you. It's a rush. It's like doing cans like I've never done. What about your ears? I know. Is that. Oh, it's like right on the bridge of your nose. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, 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 I'm crying. I think I got him. Schlaney's crying. And 
now he's just masturbating in the bathroom with it. That's what she said. And that's garbage dumps. <laughs> and those hairs will end up in the garbage dump. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for being a part of this podcast. We'll be back with another topic very soon. Ryan Schlegel. Ryan Holyoke. Holy Schleg. Bye-bye. Oh,